Oh yeah, welcome to another episode of Uncut. This is your boy Eric, the tech preacher in the building, baby. That's what I'm talking about. Welcome to another episode. So listen, man, on today's episode, we got a lot of news circulating in the airways, right? I, I want to kind of give my opinion about some of this stuff. And listen, man, I, look, I want to thank everybody for listening to last week's podcast. And y'all guys gave me some very positive feedback. And listen, I stand by a lot of this stuff, man, that listen, when you fake and phony, people love you. When you keep it real, people hate you. Listen, man, I know a lot of people been, been take, taking that quote that I've been saying and been giving me my flowers. And listen, man, I've been standing by that for a very long time. And I want people to know that that's the way I feel about this game. But in today's episode, listen, man, we got a lot of stuff that's floating around about Apple Vision Pro. As you know, the the release of the of the product is coming out very soon. But we did get some hands-ons and some reviews uh, with Vision Pro uh, from publications. And, you know, for the most part, a lot of publications say, hey, listen, it's work in progress. Uh, a lot of beta software that's in this device. And, you know, um, a lot of people gave their perspectives about a lot of things. Listen, man, I'm, I'm just going to be real with you. This product... It's not for 90% of most people. Let me, let me say that again. This product is not for you. And I think Apple knew that. Apple is charging 3500 bucks before tax for this product. Listen, man, this is ain't no MetaQuest and this is not no regular VR. This is not no whatever. This is a Apple product from a trillion dollar company that's backing this product out. Listen, man, when you see the specs, right? Yeah, you got all this hardware, all this processing power, $3,500 for 256 gigs and stuff like that. And listen, here's the thing. I have two sides of the fence on this one. For $3,500, absolutely, we support to critique it. Absolutely. But for $3,500, that's out of the price range of 90% of most people, techies, enthusiasts, and all this stuff like that. This product is for the people that want to get work done. This product is for the people that want to do things differently. Uh, watch movies, get a lot of work done, right? So this product is for this, for those, for those people. Also, this product is a first-generation product. Let's go back down the memory lane, right? Pixel 4. Remember when that device came out? Uh, first generation product, man. I mean, listen, it, I mean, for the price point, it, a lot of people slammed the device for having an old chipset uh, and everything else in between with a $1,700, $1,800 price point. What did people say with their first initial reviews? They say that the Pixel 4 was overpriced, overhyped, last year specs, last year hardware, and stuff like that. Listen, I even had my reservations about the device. I've had a pretty difficult time with the Pixel 4, and I gave it my honest opinion with the device in hand. But I never talked about price point too much. Listen, for a, for a price point of $1,700, $1,800, I believe... That if you got the product, I believe you interested in buying the product, you have every right to nitpick because this is a high-priced product. Listen, for, who spends $4,000 on the device that don't know everything about it? 
So these in, initial reviews is good. Listen, man, I, I know what a, a lot of people say. Well, just buy the product, and if you don't like it, return it. Man, listen, man, let me tell you something. You're not spending $4,000 to try out a product, and if you don't like it, you return it. Listen, for $4,000, dollars you go do your due diligence. You're going to do your homework. You're going to watch as many reviews as you can, the good, the bad, and the ugly. And you make a decision to pull out your credit card and to buy this product. I believe that I know what people talk about. Listen, that's nonsense. And that goes with smartphones and everything else in between. You just don't buy a product, and if you don't like it, return it. No, before you buy that product, you watch videos, you watch you, you read publications, you watch your reviews on this product. Maybe you could go to the store and put your hands on X, uh, 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 you know, salespeople about their opinion about the product. You put your hands on the product, right? You watch reviews about that product. And this is one of the reasons why reviews from trusted tech reviewers is important. Not all that fluffing and all that other stuff, right? Not all that fake and phony stuff, right? To make you feel good, to make you happy. I'm talking about the real reviews. I'm talking about the people that will talk about the good, the bad, the ugly. That's the type of reviews that you want. Not the fluff and fake and phony. Oh my God, it's sunshine and roses. No, you want the people to give you the best review, period. So you can make a sound decision because ain't no, but listen, not even me goes, go pull out my car to spend $4,000 on a product before I watch tons of reviews. Right. Um, and for me, I made a decision. I'm not buying it. The first generation, I'm not spending $4,000. And listen, $3,500 plus tax for 256 gigs is 4,000 bucks. I know, I don't know where you live at, but I know where I live at. And I'm telling you, $3,500 is, a, is if you do the calculation with sales tax, it's going to be a hair under $4,000. So with all that said and done, plus you got to buy the bag, the carrying case, and you may have to buy an extra battery because you're only getting about two and a half hours of battery life on this thing. Listen, man, you're going to be way over the $4,000 price point after accessories. So this is a huge investment for people. So I think people do have the right to critique it if they want to, but if you go buy this product, make sure that you feel comfortable about the flaws, all the good and the bad before you spend your hard earned money on this product. For me, it's a first generation product. I, I, at first I say that, you know what? This was nice. I watched a keto dress. I was amped up, hyped up, ready to spend $4,000 on it. But I scaled back, baby. I say, this is a first generation device. The, the, the prelim reviews came out and, and uh, a lot of stuff is in beta. It's going to take some time, roughly months, months and months to, to make it better. Uh, so for me, let's look at the second generation. To me, I feel that the second generation going to iron out the weight distribution that everybody complained about saying there's only 30 minutes before they got to take it off. Uh, some of the uh, the app situation uh, is going to have plenty of apps. Maybe Netflix go be on board. Maybe YouTube go be on board. Right. Um, so a lot of the other things uh, to help it. Right. The updates. So I think the second generation product for me is something that I'm interested in. But listen, man, we have to move forward by, beyond some of this stuff. Right. 
for what I understand and what I've been doing my research on, Apple is all in on Vision Pro. So for everybody to think that it's a it's DOA, everybody think that it's 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 a product that Apple go cancel. And listen, Apple is not canceling this product. This is gonna be a this is Apple future right here, just like the iPhone. Remember the iPhone took over. This is Apple's future right here. The Vision Pro is what Apple's gonna bring to the table, and this is what they're gonna do. Are they gonna fix it? Of course. We Listen, we talk about a trillion dollar company. Man, think about this, right? It ain't like it's a a, 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 a a brand that doesn't have money behind it. We talk about a brand that has money and un, unlimited resources behind this product. So for me, I believe in a few months, things go get fixed. But I'm not spending my money on it. You know, I'm going to go on and let the, the beta testers do their due diligence and then maybe the second generation, I would, you know, maybe the second generation would have maybe a, a, a price decrease or maybe some more storage because 256 is a little on the on the light side. But this is with Apple. And listen, Apple faithfulness will buy this regardless. So I believe that this product is not for 90 percent of most people. And I believe that, you know, Apple is behind this product 100 percent. So guess what? It's here to stay. Um, but yeah, man, let me listen. That's my thoughts about it. I believe that this product is not for you. I believe that the, uh, you know, some of the prelim reviews that came out, the real reviews was dead on, right? They talked about the good and the bad. And that's what you want to hear before you spend your money. Think about it. Before you spend your money, you want to know about, this is why I always talk about this with tech reviewers, right? You had to decipher the difference between shit and sugar because at the end of the day, people come to your channels, people watch YouTube, people read publications before they spend their money. It's no longer the days where we tell people, or I never did, but people tell people, go buy the product and if you don't like it, return it. Man, listen, with restocking fees and people, you know, returning products and waiting for refunds and, and all this stuff like that. Man, nobody don't want to go through all that. Before you spend your money, you want to make sure 100% that you heard all the good stuff and the bad stuff about this product. Listen to me, people. This Would you go out and buy a car before you do a research? I'm going to go out and I'm about to spend $100,000 on a vehicle without watching no reviews, no research on it. I don't know nothing. I just go and it look pretty and it, it's it's $100,000. So I'm about to buy it. And I, I'm not going to do no research. Listen, man, if you, if you got it like that, if you wealthy and you don't care about how causes and you know name brands and uh reviews and functionality of of a car then if you got the money and the means then do it but listen i'm in the i'm in the real world i'm in the real world where we have to i before i spend my hard-earned money on something i want to i watch tons of coverage tons of reviews i watch and read and i ask questions right listen i'm not going to be critical about a, a product until I know all the facts about the product. And a lot of people believe, and this is why I the fake and phony come in there. Because a lot of people don't believe in, in, in reviewers. They don't believe in reviewers. They believe that, oh, I'm going I'm to just buy it if I don't like it, return it. Man, you know, this is one of the reasons why the cost is being driven up. 
People returning product. This is why you see a lot of things go higher. Listen, man, let me tell you something. It's it's a lot more than, you know, these companies try to make profit. Obviously, they try to make profit, right? But when you're doing returns and you got all kinds of things, people buying it, they don't like it, they return it and all that stuff like that, that drives the cost up. And guess who paid for it? Apple and Samsung will not eat that cost, people. They go pass that on to the consumer. So if you look at everything that happens in the in the in the smartphone arena and the YouTube arena and people buying this and buying that, everything revolves around the individual. It's your responsibility uh, as an individual, as a potential buyer, to do your due diligence and your research before you pull the trigger on that product. So listen, we knew every, we knew a lot about this product before it came out. But the prelim reviews is uh, is something that if you wanted to buy this product, uh, it's coverage out there. And I would hold off if I, if I was a potential buyer and maybe wait till first update. Trust me, it's it's. Listen, you'll be able to get the product. It's no big deal. Apple be more than happy to take your four thousand dollars. I promise you, they're more than happy to take your four thousand dollars. But I always encourage people to wait. Do your due diligence. Do your do your research before you buy the product. That's my thoughts about it, man. Listen, a lot of people may not like what I'm saying. A lot of people say, well, you wrong, easy. You should buy the product, test it for yourself. And if you don't like it, return it. I disagree. I believe that do your research first. Find out about the flaws because you won't be surprised. You think about it, right? If you know about the flaws before you buy the product, and if you're comfortable about the flaws before you buy the product, you wouldn't be surprised that the product has a flaw that you should already know before you buy it. Same thing with, with, with charges in the box. We all know that Samsung and Apple and Google don't put charges in the box. Do we like it? I hell no. And you know what? We, I, we keep talking about it and we need to keep talking about it. But that's something we know in advance. We already know that the unboxing experience is going to be terrible. We know this already. We also know that they have companies that's under the $1,000 price point that will give you uh, high-end specs and very good, uh, uh, you know, hardware that will give you power bricks and screen protectors and cases and, and everything else in between in the box. So I believe that you, I, it's a must for you to do your research, do your due diligence before you buy the product. And listen, I disagree with anybody that would tell anybody, buy it first, play around with it, use it. If you don't like it, return it. Listen, man, I ain't nobody ain't got time to be fighting no company to get no refund, man. And ain't no and nobody got no no time to be giving a company $45, $55, $65 restocking fees and all that stuff like that. Listen, we don't know the restocking fee with Apple Vision Pro. You think you might get your four thousand dollars back, but Apple might say, well, listen, man, we went through all the rigament road before you bought this, man. And, and you bought this. I mean, the return restocking fee may be five hundred dollars. I mean, you mean at the end of the day, you might say, well, at least I'm not. I take the five hundred dollar loss, uh, then take the four thousand dollar loss. But at the end of the day, if you did your research, if you did your due diligence, you wouldn't have a restocking fee because either two things go happen. If you did your research, you wouldn't buy it. Because it was features and functionality that don't fit your needs, right? But if you was 
okay with the flaws. You okay with it being a beta product. You okay with it being the first generation product. If you okay with that and you got the money and the means to drop it, drop it, baby. And don't complain about it. Enjoy your tech. If you're a YouTube content creator, make your videos about it. Inform other people about the flaws. And so, so people like Apple can watch your video and they can get the information. So they uh, engineers can fix it. So they software people can put out updates. That's the key. So if you are a content creator that's investing your hard-earned money to get this product to make YouTube videos, give us the information. Give us the good and the bad. Talk about it. Tell you blue in the face so Apple could fix it. Right. And then with the next generation product come out, then all the flaws and everything that we complain about that people have in their hand, Apple can fix with the next generation. That's the key. Or you could just hold off. Don't buy it at all. And just do your research. Keep watching other people's videos. Say, this is probably going to get fixed with the next generation. This is going to get fixed with the next generation and go from there. But that's my thoughts about it, man. Like it or not, that mean that's real, baby. I mean that's real. I mean I just it just being real. Listen, man. We again, what people love you when you fake and phony, but they hate you when you real. Everything is not sunshine and roses, but you got to hold yourself accountable for your own due diligence and your own flaws. Make sure that you do your research before you spend your money. Think about this: this microphone that I'm talking to you with, right? I promise you, I think I watched 40 videos about the old version. Now, this this is a limited edition microphone, but the microphone itself been out for a while. It's another version of the uh, Warm Audio 8000. And I watched a ton of videos about it before I dropped $1,300 on this microphone. So I feel that I did my research. Just like I bought all this stuff. Man, listen, everything that I buy... I would sit and watch and read articles before I dropped my hard-earned cash on it. And just me. But that's my thoughts about the Apple Vision Pro, baby. Let's let's talk about the Galaxy S24 Ultra, baby. Let's talk about this for a second. A lot of people is complaining about uh, the display is not crisp. It's not saturated. You don't get those cartoony colors. It's looking dull. Uh, a lot of people have been complaining about that. And listen, man. That's shocking because, uh, you know, you, we all know that uh, Samsung make the best displays, right? Their displays is beautiful. So we'll, the, the 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 people that got the device that's complaining about it, and this is what I'm talking about. See, I'm doing my research before I buy the thing. See, I haven't bought it yet. So I'm looking like, ooh, them display. A lot of people say it's no big deal to them. A lot of people say they go return it. And listen. That this is something that might cause people to return it. And this may be a viable thing to return. And I, a lot of people believe that it's going to be a software update to fix this. I don't think so. Listen, man, think about this. Samsung have came out with this new uh, hardened glass. Well, they got it from uh, this new Gorilla Glass, right? Plus, they put an anti-coating on there, right? So you don't see all that flares and stuff on the display, well, guess what? By them putting that coating on there, maybe using this new display on there, that causes it to make the icons and make everything look dull. Maybe that's the anti-coating that they put on the device 
that might be the corporate or why you're I, I, the icons are dull and it doesn't look vibrant and it doesn't pop. And so I don't think a software update can fix that, folks. Listen, man, I, I just I just believe that that's the way they did the screen. Now a lot of people say that uh, that Samsung um, is put a one to make the colors more natural. I, I just listen. I don't believe that neither. Uh, Samsung was always in the the realm of making things pop. Even when you look at the cameras, the cameras uh, footage is always a little tab on the oversaturation mode. Listen, I don't know anybody that ever acts or complained about uh, Samsung displays being oversaturated and pop colors popping. We've always gave Samsung displays praise. If you go back and look at the history of ev almost every tech reviewer going all the way back to the first generation of Samsung devices, what do they say? The display on Samsung devices is absolutely beautiful. Look like the text is popping off the display. Look like the icons is popping off the display. When you're watching movies and reading uh, text on this display, it pops off. I mean, it's absolutely great. So people always proclaimed that Samsung displays was always the best. But now since we got the S24 Ultra, it, we got dimming, uh, a dim display uh, as far as it just look, it doesn't pop. And a lot of people have been making videos about it. A lot of people have been voicing their concerns about it. A lot of people believe that a software update will fix it. I don't think so. I don't think a fix coming, people. I think that's what it is. I think that the the coding that they put on the on the display causing the icons to be dimmer. I mean, be be a little dull. I didn't say dimmer. I believe it's go. This dullness is gonna be there. Now, I mean, if Samsung does send out a software update to try to oversaturate the display with the anti-coding on it, then when you're watching a movie or you're watching a YouTube video, it's just going to look bad. So I don't know if Samsung could fix this, folks, but I will tell you that Samsung might fix it by removing some of the coding off the display for the second batch. That's why a lot of people always say, don't never buy the first batch. Wait for the second batch. I'm I'm, I'm thinking the fix for, for the display for the Samsung devices will be that Samsung will probably ease off on the coding on the display itself that causing the dullness of the icons or maybe change, maybe go with, uh, go, you know, highlight. Uh, Gorilla Glass folks that tell them, hey, listen, man, y'all got to do a little something with the coding or something that you're putting on the display uh, because it's making the icons and making everything look dull. Because most people are saying that when they go from vibrant to normal and, and back to vibrant, they're not seeing no big changes. Again, that's just my opinion. I might be wrong. But the S24 Ultra... Uh, devices. One of the biggest complaints right now is that the the display is dull, but they do have a anti coating that's on the display on the display to block reflections. Now that's something different that they did here. This is maybe the 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 good and the bad when it comes down to this display. The good is that you won't get as much reflections, but the bad is that the, the display be just a little tab dollar. So that might be the trade-off. But I believe maybe the second batch of devices that might come out in a month or two months from now, 
you may not see that coating on that display. They might pull that coating off and put the regular coating back on there just so people can get that nice, beautiful, poppy display. So listen, that's news that um, we go stay tuned about, right? We go listen. I, I just I don't know, but again, here's what I've been saying: If you got an S twenty three, why are you even updating the upgrade in the first place? So that's the whole thing. Uh, and most reviewers right now is saying that uh, if you got an S twenty three Ultra. You won't you won't see no difference of or, or feel no difference or nothing. Matter of fact, a lot of people saying that the S23 Ultra display is a whole lot better than the S24. So that's the that's the deal right now. But I say this, if you're coming from a Note 20, S10, S20, Note 9, this is your time to shine. I don't even know if I will upgrade my Note 20. But now with the dullness of the display, I would tell people to hold off. Just hold on and see what Samsung go do. This is what happens when you got the early adapters. But I mean, it is what it is, right? So I would tell you that I don't believe that a fix is coming. I believe that that's the anti-coding that they put on the display. But the trade-off is making the display a little duller. Uh, a lot of people can live with that. A lot of people say it's a more natural look. Uh, but most people look at the display and say they like that poppy text coming off the display type of look. So to each his own, if you could live with it for the next five to seven years, then, hey, go for it. But as people complain about it, we I can tell you that the S25 ain't going to have that issue because now people having these issues on the S24s. So you again. You don't have to upgrade every year. I always say, do your research before you upgrade. And it's good that the reviews are coming out that people is talking about these issues. So you can get the information if you don't want to upgrade or if you do want to upgrade, at least you know. If you buy an S24 Ultra, you know that the display go look dull. You know this. So congratulations to all the YouTube content creators that have been making videos, keeping it real no matter what. Now, the back end of it, now you got, you know, Samsung Knights out there criticizing YouTubers for even giving the truth. Again, when you faking phony, they love you for it. When everything is sunshine and roses, they love you for it. But when you be real about it, they hate you for it. Remember that, folks. Every time you see people calling out another person, uh, people calling out YouTubers or, or all this other stuff for keeping it real, given the experience about products and services, it's because they're being real, baby. That's all. That's all. All right. That's what I'm talking about, man. And you know what? This is what I wanted to tell y'all guys. Just because it's new don't mean it's better. Always remember that, people. Just because you got an S23 Ultra that's been, give, been great all year, all year, and all of a sudden, the S24, you, all you heard was hype videos, sunshine and rain, sunshine and roses all over the place. People just telling you, you got to upgrade. You better upgrade. Oh, my God. Samsung go give you $700 off if you trade in and all that stuff like that. Man, all that don't mean nothing. Right? Because at the end of the day, new don't always mean better. Don't fall for the banana in the tailpipe. 
If you believe you're ready to upgrade and you got the money and the means to do it and you believe that you're getting the best trade-in for your previous device and you okay to deal with a dull display and other issues that people calling out right now, then that's okay. Then go it on and get it. But at the end of the day, you have to do your part as a potential buyer. You have to do your research as a potential buyer before you spend your hard-earned cash. And listen, one of the reasons why I we, we call out Samsung and Apple, uh, we call out Google and all these other companies is because once again, when you fake and phony, they love you. But when you keep it real, they don't want to be next to you. And all you got to do is look at how things run. Just look at it. Look at the world today. When people fake and phony, they love him. Oh, my God, he's the best person on the planet. He fluffing it. Nothing wrong with this. It's a perfect device. Everything is good. But were you real? Oh, man, he sucked. He always complaining. He always nitpicking. He always did. Listen, man, that shit costs over $1,000. And if you got the device in hand, you supposed to nitpick. You supposed to call out the flaws. You supposed to talk about how could a $799 OnePlus 12 Come with a charging brick, a fast charging brick in the box. Got the got the Snapdragon 8 Gen 3 processor, 16 gigs of RAM, all the bells and whistles and everything else in between for $799. But the Samsung device that costs you $1,300, $1,400 after tax, it's, it's a superior device. But I bet you that the OnePlus 12 ain't going to have no dull display, though. Let's get out of here, baby. Let's get out of here. All right. Another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast, baby. Man, that's what I'm talking about. Listen, we're going to see you next week. Same bad place, same bad time. And, uh, you know, we're going we to do our thing, man. I appreciate everybody, baby. I appreciate everybody. Another episode of the Tech Preacher Podcast, baby. Damn, I didn't know I went over. Listen, man, keep it real no matter what. Thank y'all guys for giving, you know, let me know everything that I need to know. I appreciate y'all guys, man. And I'm going to keep it real no matter what. I really appreciate it. Listen, I'm out of here, y'all. Listen, I'm going to see y'all next week. Same bad place, same bad time. All right. We got peace.